Zuli, I'll be back with headlines at 8.30. Media at SAFM with Ashraf Garda. Exploring every media platform and industry. Only on 104 to 107. Well, thanks for that, uh, Namsa. My name is Ashraf Garda. The media show starts now. For the next two hours, we talk marketing, we talk branding, we talk advertising, we talk journalism, we talk PR, we talk uh, basically everything that communicates. And that's something that's important because around 8.30, we'll chat to Coffee Kawaka around some important lessons, marketing lessons, uh, specifically from election 26 mar- uh, 2016, marketing lessons as per the, the political parties. Then around a quarter to nine, uh, we'll chat to the guys from Nando's as well as Sarah Britain uh, with regards to uh, how brands like Nando's and many others, in fact, have cottoned on to, as expected, uh, election 26 and, uh, 2016 and what they in fact did. But that all comes up later on. You can connect with me right away, A, by calling in, and if you're on air, short, sharp calls, please, 0891104207. You can SMS me to 34701. And if you are tweeting, it's hashtag media show. In fact, if you're listening like right now, what about tweeting? Say, hey, Ashraf, I'm alive and I'm listening and I'm enjoying it. If you, in fact, if you want to take a picture of where you are, I'm not going to stop you. If you're tweeting accurately, we'll retweet that. But also, welcome your comments as well. We're we going to start with, uh, I would have said uh, a week ago, uh, Monley Makanya, maybe I would have said deputy editor or, or, or journalist, uh, respectable journalist with, with the City Press. But now it's a different title, editor of the City Press. Monley, good chatting to you. Hi. Good morning, Ashraf, and good morning to everybody out there. Yeah, it's got a nice ring to it, isn't it? <laughs> Editor, <laughs> yeah, it does. I mean, like, it's, it, 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 it's, I've been there before with a different publication, and so it's something that's obviously something that's in my blood. It's something I enjoy, and something that's, that you know, really, it's something that I will, that I cherish. <laughs> Getting into these shoes, these really, really big shoes that Fidel was wearing. Is, is it big shoes? I mean, she, she was obviously very complimentary. I was seeing some of her tweets when you were appointed, and obviously she picked up pictures of, of the two of you together at the Weekly Mail all those years <laughs> ago. She's obviously, it, well, I thought they were pretty good, but, but very much in reverence of, of, of who you are. And so, you know, there's one thing coming in from the outside, uh, coming in from the cold and having to prove a point. But I mean, you've been part, well, you know her, but you've also been part of the city press already for the last few years. So, so it's it's certainly a, a, a natural progression, once again, uh, to taking charge of the newspaper when she decided to move on, yeah? No, definitely. Look, I mean, like, she and I have our careers as kind of, like, gone, hand, gone side by side. We started off together at the old weekly mail back in 1990 or so, and and we've We've been together, and when I left the Weekly Mail, uh, or the left as editor of the Guardian back in 2004, she took over from me as editor. So we've kind of been playing this dance. And, and yeah, and you're absolutely correct. I mean, like, I've been in the part of the, the city press setup for the past few years as editor at large, which is essentially, I mean, like, I was a sidekick in a way. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. And so I know the team, I know the product very well. And it's not so difficult, actually, just segueing into this job and and getting on from where she from where she left us. Well, sorry. No, no. Say, I mean, one thing is being a sidekick, and I mean, when she went on to Bloomberg, it, it's it, it may be an obvious thing for us that you would actually become the editor, but but it may not be so. I mean, you you may not want it. It's certainly something uh, that that you've taken up. I mean, what what happened first? Did you say, uh, you know? I need to be an editor, or, or did it come from management to say, 
we wanted for you. And, and what was your reaction? Well, when I actually had been there for seven years, and editing a newspaper is, as you know, a really, really, really hard business. And it's particularly in these times and when there's a transition of um, into into other platforms, the newspaper industry is going through a really hard transition. But, um, but look, once uh, once you're leaving, it was kind of, um, it's not for me to say, but it was kind of natural within the environment that it would become me. Management kind of accepted that. She, obviously, she would have made certain recommendations. And, and I mean, like I thought that after I stopped editing the Sunday Times, that was my last big editorship. Um, and then I would do other things. And I was really enjoying this piece I was in because the role I had was as a sidekick and I was more like an elder statesman in the, in the, in the newsroom and I could do pretty much, um, what I chose to do. Um, and yeah, and I could write more and which is something that I was really enjoying. Okay, but, but having, so. having said that, for all the reasons then that you were not editor, uh, you've now thrown those reasons out of the window because you now are the editor. We'll get to answer in terms of what you do next. 0891104207. Uh, if you wish to connect with Modley Makanya on air right now, you need to do it ASAP. Otherwise, you can take pictures and tweet as uh, Mike has certainly done. Seems like you're out in the mountains, Mike. Not sure where, in fact, you are. But uh, anyway, you can do that. We'll continue chatting to Modley Makanya right after this. The SABC has signed a code of conduct that is enforced by the Broadcasting Complaints Commission of South Africa. Under the code, we are committed to giving news that is accurate, comment that's fair, and programming that is not harmful, does not amount to hate speech or violence or explicit sex. If you think we are not living up to that code, then you can inform the Broadcasting Complaints Commission of South Africa. Direct any complaints in writing to the BCCSA, P.O. Box 412-365, Craig Hall 2024. That's the BCCSA, P.O. Box 412-365, Craig Hall 2024. Send a fax to 011-326-3198 or an email to bccsa at nabsa.co.za. For more information, please visit bccsa. Media at SAFM with Ashraf Garda. Exploring every media platform and industry. Only on 104 to 107. My guest is uh, the now newly appointed editor of the City Press, Modley Makanya. So, so Modley, let's then talk about just that. The uh, having, having now had the free time and the space to do other things, you're now back as an editor. But Interesting the terrain from when last you were editor at, uh, at the Sunday Times, for example. Things, things have changed considerably in, in terms of media. What for you, you know, therefore, are, are the biggest challenges now that you're the editor, put together by yourself as well as maybe, uh, you know, targets uh, uh, put to you by, by your management? Well, you know, um, I'd say 10 years ago, if I, if an editor walked into the job, it You'd have had ambitious plans, like, I'm going to grow circulation by leaps and bounds. I'm going to do this, and I'm going to grow readership by so much. Um, that would have been the thing to do back then. Obviously, coming in, one also wants, one still wants to grow uh, circulation. One still wants to grow readership. But the time, time has changed. And these are not, these are not, uh, not an environment for high growth in newspapers. It's a time of transition from your traditional uh, newspaper operation into 
a more a more integrated operation, digital media, online. So your challenge now is to make sure that as the as print transitions into another animal, that you are well positioned to play in that field, that you do not die as a brand. Because I think a lot of newspapers around the world chose to close their eyes to the new re- to, to the new reality, and they died. So one needs to make sure right now that City Press, as much as it's stronger than in the in the in the, in the print space, as much as it's influential, um, and it still and it will live for a very long time. That it lives in the in the, in the, in the on, on digital platforms as well, and to make sure that the new generation that comes through is familiar with City Press, that when they when they consume uh, media on the digital platform, that actually that they are consuming City Press. You know, you and I and people of our generation, it was quite natural that the way newspapers in our houses, it was quite mm-hmm. natural. Mm-hmm. If it wasn't in your house, it was in house next door in the street, but we all knew newspapers as the things. My kids do not necessarily ask you, and, uh, <laughs> and it pains me that they don't go to, to newspapers first. Um, for, for their news, they go to other platforms. And so one has to make sure that they are addicted to the press from the, from the word go. So how, how then do you do that? Because, I mean, you know, if, if you talked about your kids, the, they, they would rezap, represent this, this new, robust youth generation that, that is so important that people like the city press touches. And if, if they're not going to you, the physical paper as a first choice, how do you ensure that you still have them as an audience from an editorial point of view? Well, first of all, you make sure that I mean, like on social media that you are active in that space and that when they are consuming social media that it's not just playing Pokemon Go, that actually that city press um, disrupts their, their fun in that space, that, that, that on Twitter they are there, that you are there, that you are there on social media, that you have all the... All the products that, um, that, that would appeal to them. So video becomes important. Audio becomes important. Interactivity becomes important. And, and that you are not just preaching to them, that you are not, that it's not a one-way conversation. That actually, that your, that your product is fun. And, and I think that's where we, uh, that newspapers, uh, kind of like lost a plot in a way, because I think even when we, even when, Websites, even when we went online, we were still basically just taking the print product and, and putting it there and, and continuing the same one-way conversation that we've been having with readers on the, on the print platforms. So I think what we need to be doing now is becoming a lot more dynamic than just like the to and fro conversation. Okay, just, just a couple of things. In fact, there's, there's some congrat- congratulatory messages from you, uh, for you rather, expectedly. So, uh, Luzuko tweeting saying, I trust Monty McCandy will do a great job being the new editor on the City Press. Congratulations, mister. And, and uh, there's maybe a couple more. Uh, Temba in Simango saying, I sent Monty an email congratulating him once again. Congratulations to him. So there's lots of congratulatory messages and clearly lot, lots of expectations, right? Let, let's then, you know, s- some of the nuts and bolts in terms of you wanting to stamp your mark on the on the newspaper, where, where obviously you want to you, you want to be you want to emulate what is great, but you, you want to tweak it. I mean, that's the natural disposition of most people. Any any specific changes we can expect, therefore? Did you say I want to tweet? <laughs> well, well, you're not tweeting. You're not on Twitter. In fact, you may want to tweak uh, and, and and 
stamp some of your own personal branding uh, on, on that newspaper. What do you intend to do? Well, look, I mean, like the newspaper right now is, it is very strong. It is a, it is, it is a very influential newspaper and I think it's very much top of the pile in terms of media platforms. Um, so what one would want to do is to strengthen that. And we are going through a very, very uh, turbulent time in South Africa and there's a lot of uh, depression and negativity and, and in, in a way uncertainty that's going on in, in the country. So I think, in as much as we want to do the traditional thing that newspapers do um, or, or media houses do of holding power to account and speaking truth to power and entertaining and so on, I think we also, I would like to put the press in a position where we are also guiding the way forward. Um, make sure that even as we expose uh, wrongdoing and uh, that actually we are actually providing a torch that South Africans, um, we do not need to remain in the threat. Um, we do not need to be, uh, be in a dark tunnel forever. Actually, there is light at the end of the tunnel. And provide a platform for conversation with our people about where we are going to be in five years from now. How do we get out of where we are? So in a way, what I want to do is actually um, entrepreneurship, I think, is something that I'm going to go quite very big on. And that people that to provide solutions that you are you should not be dependent on Pretoria forever. So you are going to see that them coming through very strongly of encouraging entrepreneurship and, and, and self betterment, so that our readers actually use City Press as some as a tool to get them to lead forward, not to be saying that with a one percent growth rate I do not have a future. And at the same time, also, in terms of political solutions, the, the political conversation is very negative at this particular point. How do we get into a situation where we re-realize the dream of 1994? How do we start to have a conversation that's not about throwing stones? And as much as our, our conversation needs to be robust, but I want to put the history in, in, in a situation where when this particular era is over when a certain person is gone, that we are able to have a conversation that is not as much slinging um, as it is right now. And because okay, that, that, that's what you think now. Let, let me pick up on it because I want to just get your quick take on, on the elections, but we'll do that in just a second. Uh, some calls I'll take. If you come on short, sharp, one-liners, uh, most appreciated. Kathy and George, let's start with you. Hi. Hi, Kathy. Kathy, hi. Okay, we'll connect with Kathy in just a second. Please do call right back. Uh, Michael, in Newlands, hi. Hello, Ashraf. I'm yep. up in uh, Newlands uh, Forest here. Yeah, I, I've um, seen your pictures. I agree <laughs> with Monday. I think the electronic uh, situation, the electronic age is going to change. I, I took up the electronic uh, challenge this uh, election, and I have to say I was stunned by how much news there was. And, uh, um, and I've now actually – I haven't shunned newspapers. I'm still a regular leader of this paper. You needn't worry. It's the best paper in town. Um, but, uh, yes, digital media is, is really the way to go. And uh, as, as you know, we've lost SABC to the ANC. It's become my only source of news apart from the uh, City Press. Thanks very much. Okay, got that. Thank you so much. Right, Sig, go ahead uh, from Randberg. Hi, Sig. Good morning. Thank you very much. I want to congratulate uh, uh, Mondi Makanya for, for, for going back into action uh, and, 
and following exactly the same route as Matatat Sedu, who also had to leave the Sunday Times because he was too honest and too truthful uh, about what South Africa really was like under the people who are starting to lose ground. Thank God for that. And yes, uh, uh, I, I can only wish him all the best. And, and, and he was a, quite a bit of a hero, just like uh, uh, Matata Tsedu, and I shouldn't have said a bit of a hero. He was okay. a hero, right. the way he spoke out. He even had leader pages on front of his newspaper to, to denounce the crooks who are still in charge. Thanks very much. Okay, got that as per... Sick. Monday, just an interesting one, is, is an important one from someone that works for people saying, if Monday, lowly newspaper man in brackets saying, wants to modernize the city press, uh, how will he do so when he himself is not in any way on social media? It's an interesting one. I think Fidel embraced it, and I know from the time that you took over, in, in a big way. You, you're not on Twitter, as far as I am aware. Uh, what, 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 how do you marry those two then? Well, it's something that I've been... <laughs> I mean, it's a very good question. Can, can you start today? I mean, that's the bottom line. <laughs> well, look, I mean, like, I have been resisting each other. I'm actually, I actually am on Twitter. I watch things, but I watch Twitter. I'm there in disguise somehow. I don't necessarily tweet. Cause, um, I've had a, you know, it's, a, it's very addictive. And I've watched people having, um, getting into fights, into nasty fights on Twitter. Because, and then they throw things at the other and they believe that they are sending an SMS to their friend when they're actually sending an SMS to the whole world. <laughs> so, but it is something that I'm going to embrace. I'm actually going to be starting, well, maybe not necessarily today. Well, well, we'd we'll love it. And, and, and what would be your Twitter handle then? As, as Bodley McCanyo or is there something else? Well, it will be as Monty Matanya. I mean, like, uh, that is... Uh, okay. Well, we look forward to you yeah. to, to start uh, coming out, uh, you know, uh, from, from the shadows, so to speak. Right. A C- couple of thoughts. Just your your opinion, then, in terms of the the coverage of the elections by by the media, not necessarily by the city press, but just media in general. What are your thoughts? Keep, keeping in mind that, you know, often the media has been accused as being the enemy of the state and choosing very clear, solid agendas to, to get rid of certain parties and people. Well, I'll answer that question in two ways. I think it, this was obviously the most exciting, the most intense election in the country's history. And because it was the only, it was the first one that there were real contests. So I do think the media covered it very, very well. Um, I think we did go out there and be on the ground because that, that, that's what was important. That it's not just about the politicians um, going around campaigning but also about what people's expectations are, how people re- relate to their local government, because that's what a local government election is going to be. And I think the media across the board actually did an excellent job of covering this particular election and also of covering the debate. But I think that's where we did fall short is, you know, um, the election campaign starts off with manifestos and so on. And, and, and so there's big promises that, that are made, but, you know, as time goes by, people actually do not, um, w- what we did not do was to think, was to look back at the previous manifestos and say, but you said this in, in, in 2011, and so what have you done about that? And during the election campaign, I don't think with, that we monitored as closely the speeches that were being made and the messaging that happened as opposed to the, the manifestos, because people definitely went off message as the argument got, got tighter. Um, got, got hotter. But I think then, again, um, in view of the new world that we are in now, 
I think, again, we did very well as, as media generally in using the digital platforms and so on to cover the elections. And I think that, you know, if you, for instance, something like a radio station um, is no longer a radio station, it's as much of a television station and a newspaper as it is a radio station because um, you tell news in, in, in different ways now. And I think that was done very effectively. I mean, like if you go to the to the to website of, of and digital platforms of, of different um, media houses and, and, and media outlets, actually there is so much there that you can go back to. And and for me, um, looking at the American election as well that's on at the moment and comparing our election to the to, 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 to the coverage mm-hmm. of the American election, I think it, it is really well. But obviously, the American election is all Rasmus. And Hollywood. So, so, we, so, we so therefore, you know, in terms of media, is is there something you'd like, and I say media in plural, right, that you'd like the media to do that, that it's not doing? Maybe specifically the print media, if I can even box it down into the print media, uh, although we accept it has digital platforms now. You know, where I do plead guilty, and it's something that I think all of us and uh, other editors would agree with me on this, is that we do not cover normality. Um, the normality of everyday life in South Africa. Um, we, because the country does work. I mean, of course, I mean, like, I mean, if you live in Johannesburg, the traffic lights must work all the time. But there's the ordinariness of African life that um, people do get on with life. It's not, um, there's not chaos and mayhem and doom and gloom, and it's not a uh, switch from exuberance to depression. I mean, I think we do tend to do that as, as South Africans. And I think that we should do a lot more of that as media. And and also, I think that in holding government to account, we should actually be supporting more of normal government stuff, what government does day in, day out. And I think if we did that, we'd actually hold government to account a heck of a lot more. Um, but that, and the corruption stories will always come. I mean, like, those are, those are there. We have strong investigative capacities and, and we, we have a way of, of digging that story out. But I think there is, this, there is the story of the ordinary day in South Africa. Mm-hmm. And that's another, another thing that I would really like to the, that, that individual to human the sort of off the, the limelight story. Very, very important one, yeah. What, what about then, uh, you know, in terms of just yourself, your, your high, the career highlights so far? I mean, you may say being the editor of two or three, you know, major weeklies, in fact, right? Uh, but, but I mean, beyond that, I mean, something specific that you can say this has been the number one crowning achievement of what I've, what I've done so far? Yeah, that is a very difficult one because I think I have had a, I've enjoyed my career right through from day one up until now. But I would probably, I don't know, it might, it might sound a bit corny, but I think um, being able to be a journalist through this transition, I mean, like the, the Mandela year, obviously, covering the transition from 1990 up until 1994 and then through the, through the Mandela years. And then, but I'd say that um, going through the, through four different peaceful transitions of presidents and being at the ringside to the most amazing uh, story in modern history on, on earth. And that for me is a highlight yeah, I don't know if it's not a direct answer to your question, mm-hmm. I would like, what is one career highlight, but I cannot 
remember a moment where I have been bored in my job covering the South Africa. Well, wow. maybe we all we all connected to that, right? Well, what then, in your opinion, is is the role of of an editor these days? It is to be a football coach. It is to be the conductor of an orchestra and making sure that the music um, is is um, acceptable to the ears and scintillating to the ears of your of, of, of your audience. And basically, and it's also to it's to guide society. Um, and I, I cannot emphasize this enough that we as editors, we as media. Uh, that we as media are, are the bellwether um, of what of where society is and where society is supposed to go. We are not just uh, people who shine a torch in, in, in dark places, but we are actually supposed to provide that guidance going forward about like where society should be going, and it's a powerful position to be in. But at the same time, we are also supposed to, as editors now, very specifically, and I speak about myself, mm. that I'm supposed to create the next Monzi Makanyas, the next Serial Hapajis, the next Matata Zedus, that generation of, of editors. Because we will move on. I mean, like, um, I can't come back and edit another newspaper, kind of like the first newspaper. So there has to be a generation of, of editors who will be us going forward and better than us. And to make sure that this that South Africa actually maintains a strong media, we do not know what the next five years hold and the next ten years hold. Uh, the next ten years hold. So there has to be a strong media core. The media in South Africa actually has to be in very strong hands if we are to be a successful and progressive country that we should be, and not regress into some of the spaces that we find ourselves that we find ourselves in. Right now. So okay. Well, well, I, I gather we're going to have lots more chats, it's particularly if you go onto Twitter, then we know we can engage with you because that's what we expect from you. Uh, just, just lastly, uh, your headline today in the City Press. Tell me about it. Oh yes. So basically, we talk about how the ANC is scrambling to hold on to power in in, in various parts of, of the country, particularly in the big metros. This was the biggest blow to the ANC since. 2000 and sorry, I'm since the beginning of, of democracy, because for the first time it was seriously challenged, and it was also a very critical moment in the country's history because South Africans made a choice. They said, "Okay, we yes, we may have a history with this organisation, with liberators and so on, but actually we are free to make a choice and and go there." Go another direction, give someone else a chance. So it was a pivotal moment. So what's happening now, kind of over, over this weekend, because no one has any outright majority, and mm-hmm. the ANC desperately hold on to Tony Jobert and, and Port Elizabeth and, 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 and Nelson Mandela Bay. So there are high-level teams basically engaged in talks now, making deals, trying to make deals with all our parties to make sure that actually it controls these key, um, these key uh, cities, particularly because Whoever controls whoever controls these key cities, and for in 2019, that is going to be a key determinant on whether um, they are able to get hold of the provinces, mm-hmm. and also whether 2019 
we actually have a change of power at national level. It has now become a very distinct possibility. Well, well I see. I mean, the headline says ANC's powers crumble. Can, can you guess what would be your, your ideal headline next Sunday? <laughs> Next Sunday, I think the story is going to be a fallout. I mean, like next week, I mean, like it might, the coalition story obviously is still going to be very much um, going on because the the talks have gone gone go throughout the week. But the other big story behind the scenes is the fallout within the governing party because there's a blame game happening now. You were to blame, you were to blame, and there are people obviously who are blaming the president for having a very negative. Um, image in the eyes of the public and therefore affecting people's attitude to the governing party and there are people on the other side who are blaming the current leadership saying that you did not campaign enough and you basically um, focused okay. on so, so that's on what we expect national, yeah. yeah well maybe a headline ANC fallout next week we'll see about that Monday McCunya great chatting to you thanks for your time uh, well done on this new position so you've been sort of uh, posing as this editor uh, getting into the big position but you are now right there and we look forward to further engagements with you lots of compliments tweets if you uh, go to it even now hashtag media show you will find them all about you all right thank you see you perfect there we are Monday McCanya uh, the role of an editor a football coach an orchestrator and someone who sort of guides people in their life something along that line is what he said you can remember some of the other tweets you certainly can uh, quotes rather you can certainly tweet it as well okay coffee Kowaku coming up next looking at the marketing messages from the political parties right after this